All righty. Good morning, everybody. Happy new week. Hope you're doing amazing. And I'm back. I'm back. I've had a three-week um, break uh, with the family, and we haven't had Monday Morning Live with Nat. Um, and uh, my guest this morning, Susie Hammond, Susanna Hammond. She's got two names. Her writing name Susanna Hammond. But uh, we call her Susie, and we know her by Susie on, on Facebook, is over in Sydney, and um, and she is actually the author of What's on My Banner, <laughs> the, the Body Connection. Thank you so much for joining me this morning, Susie. It's lovely to be here. It's lovely to be anywhere, really, after two years of COVID. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. So let me give the guys an official introduction as to who you are and what, um, what you're about. So obviously, Susanna Hammond is the author of The Body Connection, an analog reboot for digital times. Yes, there it is. Um, and she's a holistic bodywork therapist um, and who's written a practical, easy to read, often hilarious book for anyone who's ready to embrace the basics of their own health. Susanna is well known in Sydney's inner west as a holistic healer and people renovator. Uh, her st uh, studio business, Islands of Bliss, specializes in training and treatment across a variety of mind-body modalities, including transformational and remedial bodywork, post-op um, lymphatic drainage, aromatherapy, um, remedial skincare, pain relief nutrition, stress management, tai chi, um, uh, falls prevention and strength training for the over 50s. She also practices Reiki across a variety of species, including cats, dogs, horses, birds, lizards, possums, goldfish, as well as humans. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that, Susie. Um, well, I'm excited to talk to you because um, you always have a very interesting way of explaining, you know, these new digital times. Uh, in <laughs> you know and and what we're going through so tell me a little bit about how did this come to fruition why did you decide a few years back when we worked on this book yeah um, to write it and how long had you been kind of thinking about it gosh i've been thinking about it for probably 20 years mm -hmm. um and i had been following your videos on on facebook for about a year before i uh wow came to that first uh, meeting in 2018. Uh, the book was published in 2019 and it's still very current. Uh, there was very new research then and, uh, and it's still, all the research is, is current. If anything, uh, mostly the digitization blues have got worse um, mm. for a lot of people. So, uh, you know, but I, I, I had a, I was beginning to have over a period of years a lot of experiences with people who were kind of proud that they'd reached a place in life where they didn't have to learn to cook, which mm -hmm. I consider a, a basic uh, survival skill. And they were living off takeaways and they didn't know anything about really the food they were eating. Um, they didn't know uh, anything about how that was impacting the environment. Um, and, and the more I, I was seeing people who didn't know anything about their own bodies, mm. uh, they didn't, you know, and I'd say, well, we'll work on the lymphatic system today. And they'd go, what's that? And so um, I decided that I would put some of this down in a simple form. And I've tried to keep it uh, amusing because... Uh, 
it's um, it's a bit dry. Some of this, uh, what's what's under what I call the skin bag, you know, it's a bit. Uh, some of that information is a bit dry. So uh, it is it is quite funny in in part the book. So uh -huh. that's why I wrote it is yeah. to help my clients see that. So they had a reference book, um, yeah. which which they could dip into for any reason. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, <clears throat> to read always makes the whole um, journey, uh, makes the information more acceptable, I think, as well. If it's easier to understand and read, then, you know, you're uh, removing the path of least resistance and hopefully getting people to, to help themselves. So tell me, you know, you talk a lot about how digitization is affecting our mental, physical and planetary health. Mm. Let's, talk, let's break that one down a little bit. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> so the mental health aspect is that I think the, the, there's plenty of research out there now which says that although we have very much more uh, connective devices uh, and strategies that a lot of people are more isolated than ever mm -hmm. and the connection isn't on necessarily a deep face-to-face -face level. Yeah. So uh, research says, you know, that we we are much more engaged and um, what would you say? Happy, we're, we're happier uh, when we can see what's going on with somebody's eyes and their face and we're talking face to face rather than just ticking a like uh, on, on something. Uh, rather than just having friends on uh, on Facebook, which I'm sure everybody on here this morning will know that they're not necessarily friends, mm. <clears throat> you know. So, uh, so, so there's an isolation uh, about it, and there's plenty of research out there on that. Um, the personal health thing is that we end up spending uh, a, a lot of time sitting at the computer. Mm -hmm. uh, most people do that in their daily life anyway. Uh, we're also on devices 24-7. So once upon a time, um, you know, <laughs> I, I remember a day when people didn't even have answering machines, mm. right? Uh, and when people said, oh, you've got an answering machine, you must be a bit strange, you must be a bit desperate. Mm -hmm. um, this is this truly, people used to think that. So now, uh, business-wise, we are available 24-7. And I believe France has brought in a rule now um, that legislated that, uh, you know, when the workday ends, the workday ends, mm -hmm. uh, that you are not available 24-7 to your employer, for instance. Um, yeah. So that's had, a big, uh, that's had a big effect on people. I think um, also... The more digitization we get, um, the more people think that you can get whatever it is you want with just a press of a button. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not really, that's not how it is in real life. And I think that there is also research saying that we are losing touch with uh, the real world, and mm -hmm. I think that's evidenced by what is going on out there. I mean, most uh, once upon a time it was that people didn't know geography. Uh, mm -hmm. Now uh, it is that they don't really understand the state of the world mm -hmm. ar around them. 
in terms of planetary health, you know, when you have situations where you can order food online that comes in plastic, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, which goes to landfill, when you can order clothes online, which all ends up in landfill as well, it's it's the um, uh, the the three Fs. It's uh, fast food, fast fashion, and fast shopping. Yeah. You know, so so what we're doing to our environment by having this instant gratification is uh, is we're spoiling it. I mean, we have a huge garbage problem. I I go into the garbage and waste problem quite um, uh, solidly in the book as well. That yeah. that people have just lost touch with the stuff that they want to put in and on their bodies. Right, the entertainment they want for their minds yeah. is actually taking them away from the real world and causing real problems in both their bodies and the real world. Wow. So you say, you know, we can become our own silver magic bullets. Oh, yeah. How do we go about doing that? And what does that actually mean from your perspective? Well, it, it means, um, you, you know, again, uh, gosh, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about a friend who um, was about to have a pacemaker put in and mm -hmm. saying, well, they'll just do the pacemaker and then everything will be fine. Well, yes and no. You know, there's, there's this notion that because you can push a button and get your food or get your clothes or whatever, that you can get your medical care the same way. And, and so, you know, people assume that uh, breast cancer is done and dusted. They assume that except for the people who've had it and the people who have it now um, and the, the families of the people who, who, who didn't uh, survive it, uh, there's this notion that everything can happen very, very quickly. And, you know, this is that the, the, there are somehow all these solutions that as long as you can push, push the right mm -hmm. URL, you know, you can, you, that everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's not realistic either. So becoming your own magic bullet really involves you becoming an advocate for yourself, you know, or bringing in an advocate. A lot of people go to the doctors and um, hear a lot of information and take very little of it in. The compliance rate in, in, um, in medicine of, of the most basic medication is actually surprisingly low uh, because people don't understand what it is they're taking and why they're taking it. So yeah. to become your own magic bullet means that you start paying attention to that. So if you have a, um, a life-threatening disease or if you have a, uh, a not, let's say, say if you've got eczema or psoriasis or asthma, then you know what's causing it, Yes. right? And you know what it is that you're taking for it. And surprisingly, quite a lot of the medical profession don't realise that things like um, uh, psoriasis and eczema, for instance, are inflammatory processes. They don't realise that diabetes, which is especially diabetes 2, which is very fast growing because of our diet 
yeah. in the Western world, they don't really realize that's an inflammatory process as well. And so they just take the little blue tablets or yellow tablets or pink tablets that they're given and have no idea what mm. else is going on. And quite a lot of the medical profession is still lagging behind in this, sadly. Um, there are some really good medical people, obviously, but but quite a lot of them and don't bother to say to people, this is what you need to be doing for mm. yourself. And possibly because people assume yeah. that the magic silver bullet mm. is in the prescription. Yep. <laughs> the does, does that more or less answer it? <laughs> yeah, it's like the Band-Aid approach or the, like, you know, the quick fix that... It's the quick you know, fix. I don't, yeah, don't need to understand it. Just, you know, just fix me or, you know, make it go away. Um, yet you don't actually often look at what is the root cause as to why I have this condition. They might Exactly. They might, yeah. And mm. what can I do to improve it? I mean, you, you know, in my work as a somatic therapist, which is a bodywork therapist, you know, I like to be very holistic. And, yeah. and quite often I have to say to people, I cannot restore you to your former glory. What I can do yeah. is say to you, uh, would you like a 20% improvement or a 40% improvement or even a 60% improvement on how you are on any given day, right? And, and that, um, that is a whole new concept for most people. Yeah, yeah. You say that why knowing your body um, is a valuable life skill, um, you know, how can someone improve the, their uh, health, like you say, in sh six short weeks? From now, is it the six weeks that our cells regenerate? Is that where that comes? No, from? no, no. It's it's uh, <clears throat> if if first of all by the book, <laughs> and I've my second chapter in the book is um, is the twelve operating systems of the body, mm -hmm. um, which I uh, hilariously gave myself the uh, challenge of writing. Um, a, an understandable, easily understandable piece about the operating systems of the body, like the respiratory system, the uh, cardiac system, um, circulatory system, lymphatic system, nervous system, all, all of those. And I, I gave myself 400 words for each system. Now, mm -hmm. as an ex-copywriter, that was something of a challenge. And when I gave it to... Uh, a friend of mine who's who's an immunology professor, <laughs> he, he was just gobsmacked. He said, "Well, you've done you've done very well to explain that." And essentially, it's it's all all of every single system of the body is explained in the book in four hundred words to give you a basic idea of how your body works and how all the systems knit together right now if you go through that so that you get that basic knowledge and then you address each chapter like um uh there's one called what happens when the food leaves the fork which talks about your digestive system yep and how it goes in one end and how your digestive system starts just behind your lips you know mm -hmm. and and how it what it turns into a, at the other end um, and why all of that is important. The, there's a chapter on uh, movement, for instance, how vital 
how vital that is and why. Um, there is a, a chapter on your skin. Most people look at their skin from what they can see on the outside, but they don't realize it's multiply layered and why you have to look after it yeah. and what can happen to it. Uh, people don't understand um, the importance of, of dental care. I've got another uh, chapter in there, which is hilarious, really, um, mm -hmm. about um, how your dentist, you know, knows when you're saying, oh, yes, I brush my teeth three times a day, and they know, and they know that you know, <laughs> yes. the, the, you know, that's why people lie like mad when they go to the dentist. <laughs> and um, so if you were to read every single chapter in the book and do those things, even in a small way, and always start small. Yes. Always check out something um, that you're going to do differently, especially if your health's not so good. But if you start small and start doing a little bit of movement and a little bit of slower eating and a little bit of better eating and a little bit of this and that, which is all, all the way through in the, the chapters, then in six weeks, you will get a result, I guarantee you. Yeah. And most people, if they read through the 12 chapters, I'm just going to, um, uh, what have we got? We've got the, um, the, the actual power of real food, for instance, mm -hmm. yep. um, rather than takeaway food or fast food or the stuff with a lot of chemicals in it. Um, the, uh, where are we? Uh, posture, balance, and strength. Yep. Uh, what that means to uh, your, you know, what the Chinese call qi, uh, which is your essential yep. energy and yep. what, what happens when that's very low. Um, the miracle of touch I talk a lot about as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Australians, by and large, um, have a very peculiar attitude to the touch therapies. They're happy to do physiotherapy, but they have very little understanding of what proper remedial massage and lymphatic drainage and aromatherapy and all the different modalities of massage can do. So if, and, and sleep. Big one. Huge, mm. huge, you know, and people, you know, especially for shift workers. Mm. But if you, and, and relaxation is another one. Yeah. So. You know, if people uh, were to go through each chapter and put a little bit of each chapter in their day, which is not so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a massive shift. I, I think not even just a slight shift. I think that's a massive shift. And it's, and it's, it's, um, this is free. This is <laughs> the free stuff uh, you can do. <laughs> this is the free stuff. This is, so that you don't end up spending thousands of dollars on your health. You, you know, you don't, you, you really, when, when I say an analog uh, thing is that this is how, how you address your yeah. movable feast of, of the everyday. You know, the digital thing has just got this one, mm. <laughs> one point, and, but analog is, a, a, is not fixed. It's, it's movable yeah. as we are. And we are movable bodies. And so maybe one day you need more sleep, 
less relaxation, a bit more movement or a bit less movement and a bit more relaxation, a bit more green stuff, a bit more fruit, you know, that kind of thing. It's, um, uh, it's, it's not complicated. It's common sense. Yeah. Yeah. But nowadays common sense is not common sense. And, um, yeah, well, people want the magic silver bullet, right? Which right. is where we came in. But yeah, exactly right. And I think the you've got the perfect tagline to your book, you know, an analog analog reset for digital times. Yeah, that doesn't actually cost anything. You just, you know, you're bringing common sense back to what we naturally used to know and do um, before things started to change and we just need to come back to ourselves because I think um, as you say we're analog beings we're not made up of ones and zeros right yes Hmm. exactly exactly so let's talk now a move through I know you're writing another book as well at the same time let's talk through first how was the process of you going through I mean you attended a analog retreat (laughs) not a digital exactly I know it was it was terrifying uh, that was in May 2019, I believe it was. And um, no, no, no. That was, oh, oh. Well, I went to the retreat. Yeah. I, but but I first came, I think, well, in August yeah. of 2018. That's right. So September, something like that. And yeah, we met like uh, seven to eight months before you attended your big program. If you if you yeah, because yeah. because essentially. I, I have, um, I've had other careers, um, but I've, I've made my living as a writer for, mm. for uh, a lot of my life and um, especially in the health area. And uh, so I, uh, my, my way of writing is to sit down at the screen and, yeah. and, and uh, tap, tap away, you know, make yeah. notes and have a confetti of post-its and yeah. stuff. Uh, the very idea of talking into a recording filled me with horror. horror. Um, but uh, but that's that's okay. So I wanted a longer lead time before yeah. I came to the retreats so that I could get a very detailed unpack. And I have to tell yeah. you that the uh, the unpacking process was excellent. You know, mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, terrifying but excellent. I've, and it's and, and, and the reason it's terrifying is, is is not really because it's terrifying. It's very ordered and yes. very structured. Yes. But um, the reason it's terrifying is you get this vague idea in your mind, you know, about how to you you want to get your information out there, and um, and it actually forces you uh, to structure it properly yep. Yep. instead of just a big garble. Yeah, or just like start writing. I mean, when I wrote my very first book, that's exactly what I did. And now what I know now in hindsight, yeah. I go, God, that was like not the right way to go about it. So, yeah, and I love the fact that you um, you ended up typing in the end. You didn't speak the book out. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because that's what you preferred and we don't force people to speak out their books unless yeah. they would like to fast track that part of the writing even though there is clean up stages afterwards that will take up some time as well so yeah Yeah. that's wonderful but but you know what I did speak it out um like you know there's an advantage I guess to speaking it out because you get to discover what your 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 own voice is yes yeah 
Mm. But uh, the way that I used that was that I used that little device uh, on Microsoft Word where you can, you, which reads back to you what you've yes. written yes. while you're editing it so yes. you can see if it, uh, it, it does sound, be mm. because when you've got a robot reading your stuff, yeah, right, and it still sounds like a real voice. Then, yeah. then you know you're you're all right. But yeah. when it when it sounds like a robot, then you're in trouble, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So after the retreat, was it a few months after that that we had the book ready? Remind me, because obviously it's been through. Okay, okay. So at, at the at the retreat, uh, I think there was an exercise we did where. Uh, we had to commit um, and the goal. Yeah, yeah. so so when it was May the something, May 2019 yeah yep uh, it was but I can't remember and anyway I gave myself until June the 10th to get it into editing so I think it was the Queen's birthday weekend okay. and I delivered the whole manuscript awesome. by the Tuesday and and that's that's another thing because um, you know you can you can wander on yes uh, with with this stuff and and I think having having um, accountability I think having a, a firm deadline, deadline I think volunteering for a deadline yes <laughs> <laughs> nothing like those timelines that's what the authors keep telling me like sometimes like yourself you've been writing your second book now for a while and it yes. hasn't been the same process because you're in a publishing only say package um yeah. often my second time authors and third time they go oh my god the retreat was so structured we had to do this by this day this by this day and everything yes. was followed but when you're left without those kind of constraints if you like yeah you know, it takes a lot longer doesn't it well it, it it takes longer and to be fair um you know with this with this book i was i'm i'm writing a piece of fiction for eight to twelve year olds yes. And um, it's like a, a, I, I'm calling it at the moment a subversive environmental fantasy. Yes. Um, and and that also is 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 funny. But to get the the tone right, and it's a big challenge to write for that age group, you know, because uh, as Ursula Le Guin says, you know, they've got beady little eyes, and they yeah. fix them on your work. And if they don't like the first two sentences, it's in the trash. Yeah. You know, so they're worse to write for than uh, adults. Yeah. And uh, but I I think uh, first of all, as a writer, I've got a reasonable kind of discipline because I'm used to write working to writing deadlines. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of your writers are are not used to doing that. They're waiting for the muse and they're waiting for the moment and they're yeah. doing all of that. Uh, trust me, the, the muse and the moment uh, turn up, you know, like a bad boyfriend every couple of months, you know, <laughs> sort of, they, they cannot be relied upon. Mm -hmm. so, so that discipline is, is really, uh, really important. And once I started writing, once I got out of my research stage, Right. Yes. Um, then I've been very consistent with it. I know I'm running late, but yeah. it's, I've been very consistent with it. Well, I can't wait to see that one come come in. But more importantly, where can people now access all this information we've shared? We want them to be able to deep dive into it. So yeah. where can people buy your book? 
Okay. So first of all, you can go to my website, um, mm. which is www.islandsofbliss.com.au. So that's islands, plural, of bliss.com.au. I'm just going to show it on the screen. Um, yeah. The islandsofbliss.com.au. And there's a page there called Books and MP3s. Books and MP3s, yeah. And you can see Susie's number one Amazon best-selling a book are there. And yeah. I'm sure in due course, the second book will be posted there as well at free, free so, release. So if, if, you, if you scroll down there, there's also... Mm -hmm. two free uh offers in there which is um there's uh uh there are two um meditations for rest and sleep one is 20 minutes to use in the middle of the day and then there's a 30 minute one that will just literally talk you to sleep i love it and then to start you off on your proper eating uh routine there's 21 foods a day um, and that is a, a free PDF uh, download. That's awesome. So, so please feel free to any, anybody who's listening to down, download those. They're, they're both um, very simple uh, to, to use, but they're, they're really a good way to start. And I know um, for a fact that um, a few of our authors, you know, because we've, also hung out a lot the last couple of years through the pandemic on Zoom, having our Friday night drinks, oh, yes. catch-ups, and a few of our authors have downloaded those and have given you amazing feedback yeah. you know, in terms of, you know, what it is and are highly recommended as well. Yeah, so they can they can also, uh, you know, if anybody wants to contact me on uh, uh, okay. Facebook under Susie, S-U-Z-I, Hammond, um send me a send me a message and we'll i'll organize to send you a book if you don't have paypal or you can't deal with the internet that kind of thing i'm also available on all the major um internet booksellers and, yes, and amazon. amazon of course and you can get me as an ebook as well that's right um, yep well that's where you got your uh, best-selling status of your book yeah. and that's exciting so yeah the kindle is on there um all your other good online resellers if you just look up guys the body connection by Susanna hammond um yeah. you know an analog uh reboot for digital times that's yeah. the book and um and um as you can hear you know this is very insightful but as she says, it is a hilarious pin to it. So it, uh, some of the dry stuff doesn't put you to sleep. You actually, right. and you want to implement in your life straight away. So I'm really grateful to have for you to have given us your time this morning, Susie. And I, I look forward to seeing the second book now slowly come to fruition. And um, and definitely I've got kids in that age range, uh, you know, that can Oh, good. <laughs> that they, I hope they'll be my harshest critics. Yeah. Um, thanks for the opportunity. I've appreciated it. Thank you, Susie. Have an amazing week ahead and we'll talk soon. Probably Thank this you. Friday on Friday Night Drinks. That's right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.